Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Ordinary People, Extraordinary Lives. My name is Lance Bain. So good to have you with me today. Thank you for spending this time with me today. I hope you had a great weekend. I did. Had a good weekend. Looking forward to the week. Tomorrow's election day. Hopefully you have voted or are going to be at the polls tomorrow. I'll be at the polls tomorrow. I like that feeling of casting my vote, making my voice heard on that first Tuesday of November. So glad you're with me. This is episode number 101. Can't believe it. <laughs> we crossed that century uh, crossed that century mark together on these podcast episodes, and maybe we'll have a century more together. We'll see as God wills. But I'm so glad you're with me today. Don't forget to check out LanceBain.com. There are many other resources available there. You can email me through the website, contact me, would love to hear from you, and you can get handwritten show notes for today's episode. That's right. Uh, Jot them down in an app on my iPad and then put them out there just to have for you to have. Maybe you want to add to it, think about it, jot down some other ideas, share these things with your leadership team or just to have for personal growth. So when you're at the homepage, click on podcast, look for Ordinary People, Extraordinary Lives icon, click that, episode 101, and there will be a downloadable PDF for you on that page. So, so glad to have you with me today. Today, I want to talk about seeing the best in others, seeing the best in others. You know, this is really important for us who lead. It's really important, I think, for all relationships, whether you would see yourself as a leader or not. I know my parenting is much better when I can keep my eye on the gold that is in my children so that the discipline and the pruning and the leading and the encouraging all has this directed focus. Pull out the gold that is in their heart, that is in their mind, that is in their, their soul, their being. It's good to see the best in others for all relationships. And I want to talk about that today. And this really came to me because I was uh, in a mentoring conversation with a young 20-someone the other day. And they came to me and they said, Lance, Jesus says in Matthew chapter 5, verse 8, Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. And he said, Lance, I would just love to know if you would share with me your journey on how you've navigated a pure heart in the midst of an impure world. And it really was a wonderful learning conversation. I learned so much about myself, about God, about this young person. And so I've been thinking about this truth uh, from Jesus, this reality from Jesus, that blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Now, if you're listening today and you're not a person of faith and you're like, I didn't know I was tuning into a sermon. (laughs) Well, maybe a little bit you are, but as I've been thinking about this verse as a person of faith, the teachings of Jesus really shape and influence the entirety of my life and particularly my leadership. And I want to share with you today four beliefs that I believe will help us see the best in others. And when I talk about others, I'm not just talking about people. When I describe seeing the best in others, I'm ta- I'm talking about people, but I'm also talking about places and circumstances. Seeing the best in others, people, places, and circumstances. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. 
The principle here that I think is found within this truth given to us by Jesus is that when our heart is good, when our heart is pure, when our heart is clean, you can see God. You can see the best in others. You can see more clearly the positive opportunities, the positive places, the gold, the positive deposits that are actually in people. Implied within this verse, this truth, that happy are the pure in heart for they're going to see God, is that everyone is made in the image of God. Everyone is the Imago Dei. They are image bearers of the divine. Now, how much people are in touch with that, intentionally live that, want to live that, want to ignore that, want to run away from that, is certainly up to them and their free will. But I, as a person, want to wake up every day and as a leader, encourage you to wake up every day and know that no matter who you interact with that day, no matter how rude, no matter how selfish, no matter how greedy, no matter how kind, no matter how compassionate or generous, they are made in the image of God. So blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God, people, places, and things. Now, when I thought about people, places, and things, immediately three verses came to mind. About One is about people. Uh, John chapter 1, verse 46, Jesus has showed up and called some disciples to follow him. And one of them runs to a friend and he says, you have to come. We've found the Messiah. He's from Nazareth. And his immediate question was, can anything good come from from Nazareth? Are there any good people in Nazareth? That's the wrong side of the tracks. That's the wrong people group. That's the wrong skin color. That's the wrong language. That's the wrong accent. That's the wrong financial um, circumstance. That's the wrong economic, economic status. That's the wrong class. That's the wrong caste. That's the wrong side of town. Yeah, can anything good come from Nazareth? You better believe it. Jesus himself, the best, came from Nazareth. It's not everyone can see the best in people. And not only that, Nazareth, it reminds me of this other verse in John 4, 4, when Jesus said he had to go through Samaria. Jews didn't go through Samaria. Samaria was a hated group of people by the Jews. And Jesus in John 4, 4 says, I have to go to that part of the country where people are hated, where there's division, where there's racism, where there's prejudice, where there's superiority, where there's inferiority. Not only can something good come from Nazareth, we learn through the story in John 4 that something great can come from the place of Samaria. <laughs> so seeing the best in others, John 1:46, not everyone sees the best in people. John chapter 4, not everyone sees the best in places. And circumstances, Romans chapter 8, verse 28 says, that all things work together for good. Paul writes and gives us a resume in Corinthians about his ministry resume. I've been beaten. I've been flogged. I've been shipwrecked. I've been hungry. I've been nearly dead. I've had plenty. I've not had enough. But in all things, I've learned to be content that Paul somehow through this unbelievable working of the Lord Jesus and the Holy Spirit in his life has been able to see the best in his circumstances. Seeing the best in others, friends, people, place, 
and circumstances. And the core truth for us as leaders to grab a hold of today is this. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. All right, now, I just mentioned to you four beliefs to help us see the best in others. And these four beliefs I have extracted out of this little verse, Matthew 5, 8, blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Here's belief number one that we need to adopt that will help us see the best in others. It is this. Seeing the best in others starts with God and our heart. It starts with God and our heart. If the pure in heart see God, and that's a blessing that makes them happy, that's what the word blessed means, happy, happy are the pure in heart for they will see God, then the inverse would be true. Unhappy are the impure in heart for they don't see God. The inverse is also true. And that's why seeing the best in others has to start with God and our heart. In the Old Testament, Jeremiah talked about how the heart is deceitfully wicked. Um, uh, James talks about how the, the, the tongue is full of evil, and it's like a little spark that sits a great forest on a fire. It's like the rudder that is so small but has the ability to direct a large ship. The heart and the tongue... Uh, can be filled with evil, can be filled with wickedness. But Jeremiah goes on to say, friends, that God is going to give us a new heart and a new spirit. He's going to remove our heart of stone, and he's going to give us a heart of flesh, a tender heart, a responsive heart, a heart that feels, a heart that longs, a heart that beats and is alive. Friends, a key to seeing the best in others is to have a pure heart. And to have a pure heart begins with giving our stony, selfish, uh, unsustainable, kind heart to God and to Jesus and saying, Jesus, would you give me a new heart? I Would you take my heart of stone and give me a new heart? Leaders have to have the secret place where they are growing in their own being compassion and kindness and forgiveness. And that is simply not possible, I don't believe, sustainably, eternally, until we give our heart to God. Seeing the best in others actually starts with God. I mean, God made this promise, blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. God wants to be visible, and he wants to be visible in people. He wants to be visible in places. He wants to be visible in circumstances, and he says, let me tell you the key to seeing the best in others. Let me tell you the key to seeing the best in others, and it is to give me your heart. Let me give you a new heart. Let me give you a new spirit. Start with me. That's belief number one. Belief number two. Belief number two that's going to help us see the best in others. This is so good today, friends. I hope you're picking up on this. The second belief is this, seeing the best in others is possible. Seeing the best in others is possible. You may be uh, listening, you might think, duh, Lance, you've been ranting about this uh, for the last 10 minutes. Of course, seeing the best in others is possible. But friends, I want you to consider this. How many past circumstances, memories, 
broken relationships, hurtful relationships, traumatic moments have you had that have caused you to close off your willingness to even see the best in others? Just in my church, I was so inspired by the courage and the love and the fortitude and the resolve of a lady in our church. She's such an amazing lady, uh, just brilliant, loving, kind, faithful, loyal. She, I just love her. I love so many things about her. And she uh, she shared with me just uh, two weeks ago how she had an estranged relationship with siblings. And during this COVID time and some other things that were going on, can't go into all the details, but other things that were going on, the net result of what she was telling me was, Lance, I reached out to my estranged siblings of 20 plus years and we've reconciled. You see, friends, when I talk about seeing the best in others as possible, I'm talking about you can overcome the obstacles, the moments, the tragedies, the traumas, the circumstances that have happened to you that have caused you to have a fuzzy vision, blurry vision, blind vision, and unwillingness to see the best in others. And here's why I know that seeing the best in others is actually possible. Because Jesus says here, blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Grasp the weighty certainty of those two little words, are and will are and will. And blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. This little word are sort of speaks to the condition that we stand in. We have a pure heart, not because of our behavior, not because of our own wisdom or talent or benevolence or generosity. Generosity. We have a pure heart because of the working of God in our lives. And as leaders, we show up with the working of God in our lives. And no matter what has happened in our past, no matter what has happened in the past of others, and no matter what is happening in this present moment, my dear friends, seeing the best in others is absolutely possible. And I would dare say, guaranteed, if we could just capture the beauty of the pure heart the pure eyes, and the ability to see God in others, people, places, and circumstances. And here's belief number three. Others have gold. Others have gold. That's the simple belief. Others have gold. It, why is it important to have a pure heart? Well, it's important to have a pure heart for many reasons. Integrity, a clean conscience, a sense of peace and well-being, uh, a general love and admiration and respect for yourself, and all the physical benefits, emotional benefits, psychological benefits of having a pure heart. One of the other benefits of having a pure, pure heart is you actually can... See the gold that is in others. Others have gold, my friends. Those that you're leading have gold in them. And the gold is way beyond their degree or their diploma or their job description. The role that you have crafted for them and that they have said yes to, that is so valuable and so helpful. But there is deeper gold that is in them. 
the gold that we can find in circumstances is that we can learn through our circumstances and situations. The gold about other people is that they have beautiful stories, talents, treasure, values. One of the great privileges of leading a local church is learning people's stories. People are amazing. People have amazing resolve and resilient attitudes and determination to overcome some of the greatest tragedies and traumas in life. And others have gold. People have gold. And it's their beautiful stories of overcoming, their talent, their treasure, their values, their culture. And places have gold. Maybe the new workplace and the new traditions, the new country, the new place, the new church, the new house, the new opportunity, the new neighborhood, the new state, the new place. It's rich with tradition. It's rich with culture and history and flavors and smells and music and art. I live in New England and I moved here seven years ago this weekend. Seven years ago Yesterday, I became a resident in New England, and the transition was difficult. The tastes were different. The language was different. The attitude of the people was different. But as I've learned to how to see the best in others, there is gold in New England. There's gold in the people of New England. There's gold in our circumstances in New England. And the belief that I'm wanting you adopt to adopt today, friend, as a leader, is that others have gold. Other people, other places, other circumstances have gold. Here's belief number four. A positive attitude is connected to seeing God and seeing the best in others. Now, this little promise from Jesus in Matthew 5, 8 begins with the word blessed. Blessed. As I said earlier, the word means happy. Happy are the pure in heart. And the beginning of this little uh, nugget of truth, happy or blessed, are the pure in heart, for they will see God. The beginning is connected to the end. Happy because they see God. Happy because they see God. Happy because they see the best in others. Work in leading a team, it's a thousand, <laughs> thousand times more enjoyable when we see the best in each other. When we relate to the best in each other, when we call out the gold in each other, and even when we have to confront one another over a difficult situation, our starting point is this. There's gold in there. And so we're going to be happy. It may be emotional. We may cry. We may have to work through some anxiety or through some nervousness. I'm not denying those realities, my friends. But underneath those realities, what motivates us is this a positive attitude, a helpful attitude, a life-giving attitude, a joyful attitude is directly connected to this fact. Seeing God and seeing the best in others it just makes us happier. It just makes our work environment, our leadership team, our volunteer organization much, much happier, much more filled with joy. Blessed are the pure in heart, friends for they will see God. I love it. Good things can come from Nazareth. Good things come through Samaria. All things work together for our good. And I want you to believe that you can see the best in others. And that's really important. If you're going to be a life-giving leader that sustainably adds value 
to those that you lead. Hey, thanks for being with me today. Hope you got something out of this podcast. Would love to hear from you if you did. You can send me an email through lancebain.com, post a comment on multiple platforms where you can find us, iTunes, Spotify, Amazon, other places, lancebain.com. Hey, I love you guys. Have an amazing rest of your week. Don't forget to vote tomorrow. And let's practice seeing the best in others this week. Hey, I love you guys. Talk to you next week. Thank you.